Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour. This week we've got me, we've got Tyler, and we've got a special guest today. James is celebrating his son's second birthday. Second birthday? He's two already? Two. two. Yeah, AJ's two, so he had a birthday party, chilling with the fam. So we brought in old friend, league mate, co-champion, Memphis. What's going on, Memphis? How the hell are you? Man, I am I am great. Yeah, I, I forgot we were co-champions. Uh, Trade Addict 7. Uh, you guys have won like now, like what? 1.5. I've won 2.5 because we, because you take the 0.5 and it's, it's one each, you know, it doesn't matter as long as a fellow league mate and friend Riley Biomaster has zero. <laughs> that's my that's all that matters. So that's yeah, so let's all keep him the, in the zero column. You that's had to correct. bring somebody else in because yeah, we yeah, were just it doesn't matter. Down. We're doing, we, we were talking about pro wrestling just a minute ago. I'm going to hit him with the top rope elbow. Just going to continue to, to, um, Ooh, yeah. yeah, dig it. Oh yeah, but but dude, I'm I'm doing great. Uh, been been doing some uh, some stuff with the guys over at Player Profiler, uh, as well as the Dynasty Warzone, and and I got a new podcast starting on Monday nights. It's going to be called Kiss the Ring. I'm going to be looking to get you know my man Tyler there. It's about commissioning. It's about commissioning fantasy leagues. Gross. And and, and, and I yeah, it, it, dude, it's. Dude, when you when you commission, I commission a league. Do you? When, when you commission a league, you do the Lord's work. So I'm going to be doing that on Mondays. I'll be going every other week until the season starts. So it's an eight episode deal, and then in season we're going to do it once a month. But just a lot going on, man. But so, I was super stoked when Tyler said, <laughs> "Hey, man, come come on the podcast." I'm like, I even did work, by the way. I, I got a whole list of notes for this. So I, I have to say, when you say we do the Lord's work, is that because we get crucified every year? You, dude, it, 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 it's Tyler it's, does. That, that was, I, I mean. I'll be in the leagues I'm in with Tyler. One league, he is the commissioner. He commissions the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League, and and it's I'm not easy, saying it, I'm not saying exactly. I'm not saying it because you're the commissioner because you do do a great job. You're you're very interactive. You're making sure the chat's moving along. You're you're making great trades. I mean, you, you are really a, a commissioner because that's part of it, guys. When you when you commission the league, you got to keep the league. If you see your league stagnant. You got to get in I there, mix it up. Dumb, dumb trade. We can maybe that's a different show. I don't know, but but Tyler's a great commissioner from from that fact. That's a that's a great group of guys. But sometimes you have a a, a league that just is got opportunities, and, and those are some of the things. You know, I've got a list of topics. I've got you know two commitments already for guests this off season. I'm going to get Tyler on there with me one Monday night if his work schedule will allow, and and it's going to be interactive so if you have questions you can dm me on twitter at dwz memphis um and, and we'll see about getting your your question on there we're also going to do a segment because everybody without fail has a horrible bad commissioner story so you can also share those with me we're going to do a, or a horrible ask, owner story or two or ten yeah well that, 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 those <laughs> we things those, usually we keep those on the back burner we don't want to bring those out. The, 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 those things usually coincide but yeah that that's kind of the stuff that i've got going on but I, I wanted to use that a as a cheap plug to the dynasty happy hour audience and b as a way to give tyler a little bit of love because tyler really is a, a fantastic commissioner and he's a ginger so he needs as much love as he can get because there's none in his heart it's cold it's soulless the only soul he has is the Kia that he drives. That is so, very true, and I will and drive is, that soul into the ground. Right, and and you know what? It's funny you said "kiss the ring," Memphis, because uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Trophy Smack has the best belts, championship trophies in the industry. And when you use code DHH Ring, you get a free sixty dollar ring. Now, if you get that for free and you choose to kiss it, that's up to you. Or if you want to make your other, uh, you know. League members kiss the ring and have like a godfather. Like James would probably do this because he's very Italian. He lives in Jersey. So he would probably do a move like this in, in a home league. You know, the Bada Bing League or whatever it's called. Jim Tan Laundry. What I don't know. Bada Bing League. <laughs> the Bada Bing League. Hey, it's a Fugazi. Forget about it. Um, so, yeah, check out trophysmack.com. The best in the industry. They're going to be hosting a Scott Fishbowl 13 live draft, I believe, again, in L.A., which is amazing. Yeah. Um, Matt, fly us out. I'm down. Let's go. 
Um, you know, we've a long time sponsor here at Dynasty Happy Hour, but it's trophysmack.com. Stuff for the losers in your league as well. Once again, code DHH ring. Get that free $60 ring at checkout when you buy a trophy or a belt, the heavyweight champion belt, preferably. No intercontinental Tito Santana belt. That's a callback your, from before. Just, I just want one of the belts. <laughs> How about like, well, I'm not even going to go there. Anyway, so <laughs> this week we are talking about roster ship. What, we've pretty much done all our rookie drafts at this point. I actually have two auctions left. So I have two leagues that are incomplete. Uh, but I can tell you who I'm targeting, maybe. We'll get fun. We fancy all know. With it. We'll find out. I mean, if you listen to this I podcast, all, you probably have a good idea of who I who I like. So all of our shared leagues are basically gone, so we're not like you know causing any any yeah. ruckus there. No, yeah, I'm I've in got an auction with Doug. So yes, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not going to fight. My team's ready to win. I don't need like big splashy players. Who's Tyler's got money. Me? I've got lots of money. Yeah, you got lots of money, but I got lots of great players, so it's good. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's good. We're good. We talk a little smack. And and my other uh, auction league is SmackDown versus Raw, which is run by our friend Robbie Jeffries, which is a wrestling theme league and i'm the macho king oh yeah and i'm gonna be winning players left and right and it's gonna be amazing tyler did we have any news james he took the day off he's like you know what it's my kid's birthday show sheet kick rocks i think we had um the news for me was seeing the rookies in their uniforms yeah so by the way my news is we get it bryce young short memphis are you sick and tired of going on twitter and hearing that bryce young is short because i think it's getting a little played out you know, I, I got to give the, the the Twitter space and the NFL media combined a lot of credit. How you can take information we all already knew and make news out of it is beyond me, but kudos. Because clearly it, it, it's befuddling to some people that, that Bryce Young is in fact small. We knew Weird. this. You know, we it's, it's, it's like, uh, what was the, uh, the, the weatherman from Family Guy? It gonna rain. It gonna rain. It gonna rain. It's, it's like Cornelius, Bryce, yeah, something like that. Bryce Young short. We know. So Why yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of over it too. It's like uh, I, I like the Will Levis video the other day of the, of the throwing of the football. Um, some of the guys in, in camp catching passes, but but Bryce Young being shorts like telling me that like it's sunny outside. It's like I I know I got you. Thank you. Yeah, and and. The, the most frustrating thing about that is everybody talking in absolutes like, hey, we haven't seen it, so it's not, it's not going to happen. Like, I am a Bryce Young apologist. I really like him. I think his mental ability is going to push him past the height. I think he's a very smart player. Um, they're going to probably set him up for, for success with Frank Reich and uh, everybody around him, Josh McCown. But I just... I don't get the hate. The guy, everybody loved him. And we like anybody who's in the Debbie space knew he was smaller in Alabama. And yet everybody's like, this is the dude. This guy's going to be so good. Then he stepped on the freaking, you know, scale and stepped up on the ruler. And they're like, oh, he's short. Nope, I'm off. Yeah, I think we see this every year, right? Like it's all humans are visual creatures. So once we see like, oh, Bryce Young with his new offensive lineman, he looks small. I remember this happening years ago when Eddie Lacy supposedly weighed like a thousand pounds and it was like, no, he didn't weigh that at all. It was just like the camera angle and, and everything like that. Now I know Bryce Young, your height is your height, like whatever. I just think people are bored because we've all done rookie drafts. Now we're seeing the players in uniform, which I thought was cool because it's nice to see them pick their numbers. Oh, yeah. uh, and you know, it's nice to get that, that visual of like, oh, this is what they're going to look like on the field in their new threads, which is really cool. So that was my news of the week. You know, that hasn't been much in the transaction side um or anything like that i don't want to get down narrative street with you know tr mini rookie mini camp stuff like that's all we all get that like last year it was Traylon burks can't breathe and like you know all this other bs and like look it's fine yeah I it's gl it. i'm glad Traylon burks went away from uh the arnold schwarzenegger movie where his mask leaks a hole and then he couldn't breathe and his <laughs> was that it's total what, what? recall total, yeah, recall, total yeah, recall yeah 100 yeah. yeah. it's, it's yeah. good but yeah but but you know, as long as Traylon Burks doesn't show up at a rookie camp, well, main, so for us in Dynasty, like always Jones in for news, mandatory mini camp is June 6th through 8th. So two weekends from like where we're recording right now, we'll have some some tidbits as it were. I just hope, I, for, for my sake, because I actually think he's an off-season winner, but for me, I hope he shows up fat. I'm talking like old school Kel, Kelvin Benjamin. Because Memphis just, is going to be like, bye, 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 just, bye, bye. Justin Blackman. <laughs> That yeah. style, <laughs> yeah. Just look, 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 looks like he like uh, Macaulay Culkin at the end of My Girl, like he was just stung by bees. <laughs> oh my God. 
or Will Smith and what was it, Hitch? Was that Hitch? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just had the visual of Macaulay Culkin and my girl. That movie traumatized me as a kid, and now there's oh, so yeah. many good that's memes. Why, that's why I bring it up all these years later, for sure. There's so many good memes about Anna it. AnnaKlumsky.com. That was the chick in the movie. I don't know. My, I'm dumb pop culture knowledge. That's me. So, hi. It's me. It's I'm the problem. It's me. Um, Taylor Swift concert out here this weekend. Pouring rain last night. That was fun. I went and saw Janet Jackson the other night. Still can bring it at 57 years old. She was dancing and singing. It was great. Beautiful show. Anywho. Let's get into these rookie shares. Let me pull mine up real quick. All right. We're going to start with our guest, Memphis. Memphis, first of all, how many how many leagues are you in right now, young man? Uh, 24. I got like two drafts left. I'm in the middle of one right now, and I got one, I think, the first of next month. So been through a lot. Been through a lot of drafts, and uh, I've seen some things, man. I've seen some things. <laughs> Tyler, how many leagues are you in currently? I'm in 11. And that's a that's shockingly no, low number. That's where we'll probably stay. Last year, I was about 12. I'm at 11 now. And I think that's what I'm good with. I actually, my first ever Dynasty League I joined, I quit this year because they are old school people. They don't want to change rules. There's no flex involved. And it just got stale to me. It's boring. I, I love the guys in it, but man, we must evolve. Yeah, commissioning that league was a little tougher than normal. And mm-hmm. yeah, the whole not wanting to evolve. It's a 10 team league. It was rosters were stacked. Yeah. It, so I, I quit that one. So I am down to A11. 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 <laughs> Is that on my bingo card? There's no A in bingo. Uh, I am in 13 leagues, and I have not drafted in two thus far. Yep. So uh, 11 for me as well, but they got two more to go. So obviously my results are a little bit skewed, but I can give you who I have. But I'm not going to do that first because I'm going to let our guest Memphis. Memphis, who is your top owned rookie or rookies that could be in the same, the, the amount could be the same here in 2023? Uh, six, six rosters have Michael Wilson Jr. from the Arizona Cardinals. I've been getting him. The earliest I've had to get him was 308. And the reason why I took him at 308 is I hated the board. It was a one QB league. And that was the earliest. Most of the time he's been going in like around later because most of my leagues are super flex leagues. Yeah, it's usually in the fourth. So, so I've been getting him right around 405, 406. It's just a guy that I love the draft capital, day three draft capital. And, and, you know, been blessed to have, you know, made a lot of friends in this space over the years. And a lot of those guys have been to the to the uh, senior bowl, including like a friend of mine, John Sheps. He runs Toilets to Titles uh, YouTube page. And, and he was talking about how good this guy looked off the line. And I believe you're either better than, the same as, or different than your competition. And you look around the rest of the Arizona Cardinals and you've got like five foot nine you know, Marquise Brown, maybe he's five foot 10. I don't know. You got Greg Dortch, who's short. You got Rondale Moore, who's short. The only tall guy at the wide receiver position is DeAndre Hopkins. And there's a real world where once we get past June 1st and some of these contracts can be manipulated and cap hits can be adjusted and and absorbed differently, I think you're going to see DeAndre Hopkins on a different team. Uh, by by the time we were lighting off fireworks here in America on July 4th, I think Hopkins is going to be on a different team. I like the fact that from what I've seen, I haven't had a chance to do like a heat mapping. I think Kyler pushes the ball to the boundary quite a bit because he's short and it's hard to see over the offensive line, speaking of short QBs. And I think Wilson's going to be heavily involved given the fact that he's going in like the, I guess the mid third in a one QB to the mid fourth in a super flex tight end premium. I love having six of those on my roster. Michael Michael Wilson is my number one most owned rookie and my number one most owned wide receiver. Nice. And I'm nice. not here for this Auden Tate disrespect, who is an Arizona Cardinal, who is a large who player. exactly. Oh, I don't. I don't want to play. I, I don't have I'm the a, soundboard hooked up. I'm a Florida I, I, State guy, so I got to rep Auden Tate. You know, if I'd have known I needed the soundboard, I would have hit you with a with a Connor McGregor. Who the is that guy? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like Michael Wilson, especially at his ADP. And I think, um, you know, 
I think he had some injury history at Stanford yep. that kind of like suppressed him a bit. But yeah, he had a foot thing that went from one season to the next. I think it was yeah. a Liz Frank, a, a Rex Ryan foot thing, or like an actual injury. Well, I mean, there's a, there's, <laughs> there's a foot thing, and then there's a Rex Ryan foot thing. Do not Google Rex Ryan foot thing. You're welcome. No. Yeah. Save your search history. Yeah, Tyler, who is your numero uno when it comes to rookie? I've got ownership? two. Do you want them both or do you want one? Oh, just give them both to me. If you got the same number, give them both to me. It's easy. All right. I got four. Now, this draft class, like unlike last year where you guys heard me talk about James Cook and you almost are having all a hundred, almost a hundred percent. You know what? I'm very happy I got him in a bunch of leagues because I think this year it could pan out. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know, hopes is a fool. Fools. Errant. Aaron, you can crap in one hand and wish in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> Uh, because of I, weird have Char- I have uh, Charlie Jones, Cincinnati wide receiver. Okay. He's pretty much dirt cheap, but I think if there's an injury on that wide receiver core and next year when Boyd leaves, he would be a perfect villain. I really liked him at Iowa. And then when he went to, I think it was Purdue. Purdue, yeah. Uh, I, I really like the state fast guy. Uh, and then Jameer Gibbs is my oh, other fancy. one at four. Yeah, I, I was actually shocked by that, but... I ended up having in in a couple single quarterback leagues. I ended up having the 102, 103 range, and then also in like say UDPL, I trade up to 105 to get him. And then in a couple other leagues, I I just had the right draft position, landed him right spot. So yeah, Jameer Gibbs. I'm very excited for him. I'm not going to kind of overhype it as everybody else is but tyler but, he was one pound shy of 200 i <laughs> I, I, I know <laughs> i know Just like like memphis always says get that man a sandwich or something like that is what memphis always said like if he had a sandwich before he hopped on the scale he'd be 202 or something yeah, like he's that. a he's a biscuit shy of 200 pounds yeah so i i'm not worried about the weight at all he looked electric in alabama and the whole entire news like oh he should gain some weight it's like no he's a, he's an electric player with his weight the way it is the nfl is getting lighter who cares yeah i like that i like that i like it a lot i've got um i've got four guys that i have in not three leagues guys? not burgers and fries i'm one man short would you like <laughs> to be my fifth guy tyler um so i've got four players that i have uh, three roster ship, 20%. Well, it's a little skewed, not 20% because two of these leagues, one's an eliminator and some other um, Scott Fishbully thing. So the th- four players that I have the most shares of is I have Sean Tucker, no surprise. Um, probably overdrafted him late third, usually early fourth uh, was where I was targeting him in Superflex and in single Q. Uh, I have Sam Laporta, who I've aggressively traded up for in two leagues because I like Sam Laporta. He's my tight end too. To get him five or six spots after Michael Mayer, I was all in. Um, you know, especially in tight end premium in the UDPL, the the league that we're all in. I made a move to get, move up and get Sam Laporta because I think he's going to be awesome at tight end for years to come. I know Detroit's uh, you know an opportunistic landing spot. They didn't use Hawkinson the way that we wanted them to, but I think Laporta is a different player than TJ Hawkinson. And I think he's going to, with all the speed and shiftiness between Jameer Gibbs, Laporta, Amon Ross, St. Brown. And when Jamison Williams comes back after suspension, there's going to be plenty of room to roam for Mr. Sam Laporta. So I'm all in on him. And then I have three shares of Kayshawn Boutte from the new England Patriots. I was able to get him pretty late in most drafts. Usually I think the highest that I got him was around the three ten in a single QB league. Cause single QB leagues, Man, dries up real quick. It dries up. And this was a 14 team league too. So it was uh so getting him at the end of the third, it was really a, a teardrop for me. Uh when did we get was... him at, in trade addict seven. I want to say it we was got him in the late third. Yeah, late third. Uh yep. I, I I didn't have any shares of him and Doug came up to me. And I was like, like hey. what's he's and Tyler's like, what are you hearing in New England? I'm like, I'm hearing that like first assign you said. He was the first player to sign out of the rookie class. He came in with the right attitude. Um, so I think Boutte, when you talk about ceiling potential, I think it's there and it's a late third round rookie pick. If he doesn't pan out, so be it. It's not the end of the world. You didn't have to spend uh, a mid second or anything for him. Um, you know, if he didn't have some of the issues that he had in LSU last year with some attitude and maybe some health stuff, I think he would have been a first round NFL pick, um, coming out. So I I like Keishon Boutte quite a bit. And then my third one, and this is really because I have Joe Burrow in six leagues. 
um, which is a beautiful luxury, by the way. Um, it is Andre Isivish from Princeton. Nailed I don't know it. how to. I don't know how to, don't know how to pronounce this. It's Isivis. Those aren't real names. I know they are not. Uh, it's Andre Vakaitis. Kirilenko. That's what we're going to call Vakaitis. him. Vakaitis. Vakaitis. <laughs> so the way that I look at it this way, he was pretty much free in all my rookie leagues. He was a late fourth or a UDFA pickup, and we don't know what's going to go on with T Higgins contract situation, but here's a hyper athletic kid, six foot three from Princeton. I know it's not a, you know, power school or anything like that, but he's a freak athlete. He's still learning the position. It's a total lottery ticket. You just never know. Could this offense be Jamar chase, Charlie Jones and Andre in two years? Yeah, it could be. You never we know. Hope not though for Joe Bur- yeah. Burrow's case, you for hope Burrow's T Higgins sure. is there. Yeah, I mean, I hope I love T. Higgins. I hope he's there for sure. Um, but it's going to be one of those things. Can you afford to sign all these players? We don't know. So for me, take a flyer on a guy that could project as a starting outside receiver that has elite speed, elite athleticism, and he's six foot three. So to me, I was like, you know what? That gives me the best chance for a freebie. So those are the four players. Um, that I have. And I want to circle back on Sean Tucker for a second. I know a lot of, you know, everyone was scared off that he didn't get drafted. There was some medical red flags. Um, he was a little a bit heart late. To issue. S- yeah, there was a little bit. He was a little bit late to sign with Tampa, but he cleared his medical with them. So he is on the team. I just loved his tape. And you know what? For me, the opportunity is good. He's behind Rashad White, who is not an efficient runner. He was a great pass catcher last year, but he wasn't good in between the tackles. His running metrics weren't anything spectacular. And then they've got Keyshawn Vaughn, Yawn, Keyshawn Yawn. Sorry, Robbie Jeffries. Sorry, um, Tim. Yeah, it's Keyshawn Yawn. And uh, who else is there? They've got someone else. I can't even remember. They've got Chase Edmonds, who I oh, actually oh, like again. as a flyer. I like, I like Chase Edmonds as a flyer. Hopefully he can find I, his Hopefully he gets again. his mojo back. But for yeah. me, Sean Tucker is a guy that like, hey, he comes in as UDFA. He got a good amount of money. He got more than most fifth, late fifth, sixth, seventh round picks get guaranteed. So to me, that's a sign of faith that they like Sean Tucker too. They're hoping the best for the medicals. The talent is there. I don't. I think if he didn't have a medical issue, he would have been a third round draft pick. We'd probably be talking about maybe late second. I, running backs are weird because you know the NFL doesn't value them as much. But for me, I'm willing to take a flyer on a guy that could have a sky high ceiling. And then if he doesn't end up being anything because of his medicals, like unfortunate, right? But to me, it's worth the risk. So I've got Sean Tucker on a handful of leagues, and I'm cool with it. Uh, I, I like Sean Tucker because I'm not going to go as far as to accuse Tampa Bay of tanking, but they have no interest or zero reason to bring in a, a Zeke Elliott or re-sign Leonard Fournette nope. or bring in one of those guys. Whereas a guy that I've seen go crazy high in the last week about all these drafts I've been doing, uh, Chase Brown, who's quote-unquote listed as the backup in Cincinnati. I don't think he's the best prospect in his ADP in Superflex leagues has went from about 310 Last week I saw him go two ten. I got to think three hundred eight in high. our league, and I think that's bananas at two ten because Cincinnati, unlike Tampa Bay, they're a contender. Mm-hmm. And if for something was to happen to Joe Mixon, either legally or injury wise, that's a team that I see bringing in Lombardi Lenny. I see him bringing in a Zeke, maybe bringing in a Kareem Hunt. They're not going to go into like what could Drew be the last. Travion Williams. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see them going hardcore, leaning on a, a rookie like Chase Brown. Whereas your guy, I like Sean Tucker quite a bit as well. I see that, you know, he's uh, he's not likely to have veteran competition brought in to take those targets. And I wanted to go back to Keyshawn Butte if I can for a second, mm-hmm. because where you're getting him, I agree. Because I because he's my second most owned wide receiver. I have four uh, shares of Mister Butte. And what I like about him is, is you're like you said, you're getting him late third, early fourth, right? Yep. You, you mentioned the term earlier, Tyler did, Debbie Darling, right? If Keyshawn Butte even flashes in the slightest, your ROI on a Keyshawn Butte trade this time next year is going to be bananas because he was a Debbie Darling. He went to LSU. People are going to look back a year from now and they're going to go see. I told you he was good in college. See? And he's got opportunity on New England for Target. You know how excited I am for those tweets? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to happen. And, and and you're going to be able to start cashing in some of that bootay. That's that's a hell of a turn of phrase. You're, you're going to be able to cash in on some of that boot. You're like, hey, I invested a, a late third, early fourth, and I can maybe – I mean, if he has a good season and he becomes their de facto wide receiver one – you're going to have some runway to get like, you know, some good draft capital back for him. So 
that's why I have so much. A, I do believe in the talent. B, he's short, short stopped on the the, the depth chart. Like it's just him and Devontae Parker. But I think he's good enough. He can play all the receiver positions. He can play the slot. He can play outside. He can play all the above. So there's a lot of runway there and his pedigree and his Debbie background. I think you're buying that as well, which is great because it's not even baked into the price. Yep. 100%. So Memphis, you mentioned Debute as your second highest owns with, with three, with three shares, right? Uh, who else is on that list for you? Uh, the last guy I have significant multiple copies of is Marvin Mims. Yes. Actions speak, actions speak louder than words. And Sean Payton in Denver, like for two weeks, he took away Russell Wilson's parking spot and he traded up to get, you know, Marvin Mims. I love him. I, I have not seen anybody. I mean, the guy had a career year when Caleb Williams left Oklahoma. Oh, oh, Caleb Williams, let's go to USC. And Marvin Mims is like, well, what the hell? I'll have a career season. Feels like a nice time for it. Uh, do you know who the quarterback is at Oklahoma that was throwing I, him the ball? I, when, when I like, it was um, um, Joe John Doe. No, no I, I have uh, no do clue. Do you remember UCF's big championship run? Everybody's like, oh my god, this team is undefeated. Is it like a thirty-year-old like Brandon Whedon type? Yep, Dylan Gabriel. Oh wow! Is the I think that's his first name, but I know his last name is Gabriel. He's a lefty. He is like eighty-seven years old. He is a journeyman. It's yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty much close. Is, is it as bad as Stetson Bennett spending seven years at the University of Georgia and not having a degree? I mean, I think Stetson Bennett is a little more. It's a know, great name. A, a better a better player, but it's. I, it's not good. <laughs> it's not, but, but Marvin Mims, I it just, uh, Jerry and I actually on the dynasty war zone podcast, we were just talking about there's, it feels like the, the Denver wide receiver room's got a loser leave town match. Speaking of pro wrestling, they have a loser leaves town match, is. but and, and it's, I, it could be Tim Patrick. I think it's going to be Cortland Sutton. Yep, that's my winner and that's, or loser <laughs> because, because when you have all that money, they just, for a team that spent, a quarter of a billion on Russell Wilson last year. You know that they've got they've got some very expensive <laughs> they got that wide Walmart receivers. Money. They got well, that Walmart, well, well, the great well, value. Uh, well, unfortunately, Walmart they they could afford it, but because of the salary cap, there'll there'll be some adjustments. I love I love Marvin Mims. I love his game. Uh, I loved it when I heard Steve Smith say he's underutilized. He could do so much more. So for me, I think he's a guy that's got tremendous upside and and great landing spot. I don't know if we're getting the Denver sucked last year under Nathaniel Hackett discount, but even in Superflex, I saw him going between 207 and 212. It's unbelievable. He got no love coming out of there. And if there's a guy that could be that Tyler Lockett to Russell Wilson for the next three years, because based on his dead cap money, he ain't going it's, nowhere. It's Marvin Mims. And I'm just telling you, man, you're getting so much value because Russell Wilson was bad last year. He was QB 15. That's how bad he was. It was that was bad, quote unquote bad. He was a borderline QB one in a 12 team league. And that was his down year. You add in Sean Payton, you add in Marvin Mims. I'm stoked to have to have Mims so, as my third most. So if you guys are trying to decide what wide receiver you want to keep on your roster from the Broncos, go ahead and look at Cortland Sutton's success rate against man and press. It's god awful. It's His success good. rate against man is like 19% or so. It's not good. It's one of the worst they've ever recorded. Yeah. I mean, if his knee injury might have affected him a little more than we thought. And it's sad because it looked like it looked promising. And now it just, I don't think it's going to happen. Jerry Judy, they just gave the fifth year option. So I think he's there. But Mims, I think, is going to be a perfect compliment to Judy and Dolchich and Javante when he comes back. Yeah, this offense should be kind of fun to watch as long as Russell. I think Sean Payton's going to make all the difference in the world for Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think it's going to be huge. People need to remember Sean Payton's not in the Saints anymore. So whatever you think is going to happen in that backfield, they're not the same Saints as well. Yeah, I, I just look at it from a Russell Wilson standpoint. I think he's like a great buy in your Superflex leagues. Oh Because yeah. look what Sean Payton did with Drew Brees. Like their skill sets are pretty similar. Yeah, especially because well, Russell doesn't scramble anymore. And all the offensive linemen they brought in. They brought in Ben Powers, yep. a guard in free agency. They brought in Mike McGlinchey in free yep. agency. I mean, Stop how him. did how did Sean Payton protect Drew Brees? Guard, center, guard. 
And what did he come in and, and, and instantly add to? I, I think, Doug, you said it best, is that Russell Wilson, people are – because I think part of it was the quote-unquote bad play last year, but part of it is his personality is just so cringe. It's spicy. It is spicy, and you get a spicy it, discount. It left a because bad taste in people's mouths, if you will. Oh, I see what you did there. They took that sandwich off the menu like two days after because it was not great. Because no one was buying it. I I, I do believe, uh, and I do believe that Sean Payton is going to make a world of difference, and we're going to look back and be like, it was it was like one down year. Russell Wilson outside of this has been like top five the majority of his career since 2012. And I'm not a Russell Wilson guy. I've never liked him because I'm a Colts fan, and he came out in the same draft as Andrew Luck, and he always seemed to get more love. Than Andrew Luck, and that always chat my ass. But I got to be honest, I agree, Doug. I think I think Russ is a steal. Yeah, Tyler, who do you? So Memphis had Marvin Mims. Tyler, who's uh, all right? I've got players. I've got a bunch at three. Um, the main one, Jordan Addison. I I absolutely love Jordan. I love the landing spot. I think he's going to be a perfect complement to Justin Jefferson up here in Minnesota. I don't think like. People are like, oh, Hawkinson is dominating. I fear for Hawkinson because of Jordan Addison coming in. I think Kirk Cousins is going to love the guy. Uh, Justin Shorter, I have three shares of. I think he was a nice late snag. Uh, my Gabe Davis love has definitely faded, and I will try another shot at a Buffalo receiver. Uh, my other one, you guys know I love Luke Musgrave. I have three shares of him. I absolutely love him. And also, let's go with his teammate, Tucker Craft. I would snag him two rounds later if I got Musgrave because, you know what, might as well take that shot. One of them's got to be right. So let's let's go with both. Uh, Parker Washington for Jacksonville. I really liked his tape from Penn State. He's kind of a Swiss Army knife type player, so just got him pretty much for free off free agency. And Trey Palmer is one of my favorite oh. draft steals in these rookie drafts you can get them off free agents we just got them on waivers in ta7 everyone is asleep at the wheel in the waivers yep. we were Trey Palmer. memphis Speed. i'm looking at you oh i didn't have any draft picks i was too busy splitting the winnings with you guys last well, year we did and not we, did, we, did we didn't draft, draft him. him we got him we as a UDFA. yeah I, I i'll be honest i was asleep at the wheel i think i was just mostly asleep and i got zay flowers at three nice. and uh I'm really coming around to this Baltimore offense. And, you know, if I'm sitting here saying the Saints aren't the same offense, you know, as Sean Payton, I've also got to say Baltimore's not going to be the same offense with, uh, without, what's his name? God, what's the old Greg OCs? Roman? Greg Roman. Roman. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, all I There's a lot of buzz on Monken, but I, I don't know that I necessarily, uh, necessarily agree. I, I really like his style of offense, and he's proven everywhere he's been that. He's he's a pretty good OC, and he knows how to spread the ball around. So I I really like him for Lamar as a thrower. So yeah, Zay Flowers, I uh, I have three shares of, which is surprising because you guys all know I had uh, Quentin Johnson ahead of Zay Flowers, but it seemed like every draft I had the <laughs> nine or ten, Johnson yeah. went ahead of me, and I'm like, okay, let's go Zay. Yeah, I well, I think I just want to go back to Addison. I th- I think Addison and. Hawkinson are fine because I forget the name of their head coach. See, I, maybe you can bail me Kevin out. O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, well, I got, of course, two Minnesota guys. Well, I guess Minnesota guys. KOC. He used yeah. to be a Patriots quarterback, so that's how Well, I mean. and he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams the year they won the Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford that year threw 600 passes. And then last year, Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, threw 643. And, and with and, uh, Adam Thielen's in Carolina, I think there'll be more than enough Cook to might eat. Be gone. Yeah. yeah, I think there's there's going to be an all-you-can-eat buffet. And people, anyone who thinks that the Tyler Hawkinson is the reason not to draft Jordan Tyler Addison. Tyler Hawkinson. Nice. Tyler Hawk, TJ. <laughs> I know I look like him now. You, so. you do. You do without the hair. But, you know, you don't have the, the, the Captain <laughs> Caveman hair. The yeah. Jesus locks. Yeah, I mean, he's a beautiful head of hair. He does. Yes. No, I saw, I, you guys know I will always love Hawkinson. Memphis, you were right there with me that year. 100%. <laughs> I mean, he's he's finally becoming everything that we thought he could be. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think there's I think for some people, there would be a debate in a dynasty startup about whether they take Kyle Pitts or TJ Hawkinson. You go ahead and take Kyle Pitts where you got to draft him and I'll wait a couple of rounds later and I'll take TJ Hawkinson and we'll just see who gets the money. Hey, the Kyle Pitts value is definitely lowering. You know, I, I so shameless plug, Jerry and I are going to do an FFPC draft. We're going to do it together. That's a sponsor of, of one of our podcasts. And so 
you know, we're going to do like that how to video, how to go in, how to sign up, how to log in, how to use a promo code, all of these various things. And I'll report back because the FFPC is a tight end premium format. And I'll be curious to see when, because we, we, most of my startups this year have been through our patron league. So that's skewed data because that's our group. Those are our peeps. Yep. But I, I'm very curious to see what the FFPC at a tight end premium does yeah, with Hawkinson Pitts. The buy-in yeah. for um, FFPC is very I know high, his so. I know his ADP in redraft currently, Pitts is in the 60s in redraft. That's okay. Yep. Standard format. That, so that would give make you sense. An idea. I mean, he was in the he was a third rounder last year in the yep. 30s usually. So, yeah, I mean, it gives you an idea. Like, yeah, there's some value to be made potentially with Kyle Pitts. So he's and, definitely and, one and of the more would... enigmatic players i think it's totally going to be an arthur smith move because like memphis you and i have talked i think arthur smith is an actual like legit good coach unlike everybody else in twitter space i think he is i think he's a good head coach he proved it with you know the offensive line that he had was almost the same offensive line they had before the old uh, with the old head coach now they're a top five pff or no the athletic gave him a top five grade i think for this year this upcoming season and I mean, they can run the crap out of ball. It'd be an Arthur Smith move to have him switch it up and start throwing the ball all over the yard, making this That'll a be wide next open year offense. when they drop a rookie quarterback into that offense. Hey, I still have faith in Ritter. I still like him a little bit we'll more. He's all Jared right. Goff. Let's, let's keep it moving. I'm going to give you, I've got 13 players that I have on my roster. Damn. Two piece. I'll just give you some of the highlights slash lowlights. I talked a little bit about Charlie Jones earlier. I really like his skill set. He reminds me of a bit of a like a juiced up Hunter Renfro. Um, you know, he's got why, the size. Why? Why? why does it remind you of Hunter Renfro? Because he's a slot guy. And he's, he's got scrappy. good, he's got great footwork. He's scrappy. He's just t- he's taller and he's faster than Hunter Renfro. So that's why I say he's juiced up. Not that he does steroids or anything. Um, I've got the Los Angeles Rams tight end Davis Allen in a couple spots from Clemson. I like him a lot. Uh, here's a fun one. Demario Douglas from the New England Patriots. He is pretty much your discount tank Dell um, in this year's draft class. New England loves him. So I was like, you know what? I picked him up for free in a couple of spots. If he's available in your league, go grab him. Um, I've got Jameer Gibbs in two leagues. So that's a nice luxury to have. One of the leagues I had the 102 and it's a single QB. Um, so we took Jameer Gibbs. I'm not, most of my teams I'm actually contending. So I didn't have a lot of super early round draft capital in leagues. Um, but I've got Michael Mayer in a couple. I do have Tank Dell in a couple. Will Levis in a couple of super flex leagues. Will Mallory, who is a free tight end. If you chase athleticism and lineage, he went to Miami. He tested out as a really nice athlete. People are going to be like, oh, the Colts, he's he's logged behind Mo Alley Cox and he's behind Kylan Granson. And he's behind uh, what's his face that they drafted Jelani last Woods. year, Jelani Woods. He's a different type of player, Will Mallory, uh, than all those guys. He's got size, he's got speed, he's got better footwork, he's a better route runner than those guys. So he's a perfect stash in your taxi. Have him on the taxi for two years and see what happens. He's free. I really like Will Mallory. He was one of my big sleeper tight ends, and you know I'm a tight end guy, so I'm the tight end whisperer, as some would say. I see him, I call him. They work out sometimes. And I've got Michael Mayer in a couple of spots. Jaden Reed, one of my favorite late second round picks. Talk about opportunity in year one. You drop him in Green Bay. He's a starting slot receiver. He's got juice. He's got top 50 draft capital. He's going to get on the field. He has no competitions. No competition, rather. At that spot for targets. The amount of targets that the Packers have lost over the middle of the field between Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, and Robert Tunyon is almost like 300, I believe. Now, I know Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback and it's Jordan Love, but they've got two rookie tight ends there. They've got Jaden Reed, who's a little bit of an older player. He was a star of the Senior Bowl. He's going to vacuum up targets from Jordan Love this year. I know Christian Watson, he's not a target hog, and Romeo Dobbs, a little bit of up and down. I think Jaden Reed is going to have a great rookie year right out of the gate, and to get him in the late second round for me, I looked at it as like I'd take him in the mid-second. I thought he was a steal. Uh, I like Jaden Reed a lot, so he's one of my uh, I don't highlight so. players. I I have a feeling he's going to be overdrafted, and he's going to be one of those players where like, oh man, like he came out of nowhere. We should have seen this. Like he wasn't on anybody's radar early. You know on. who likes him? Matt Harmon likes him. You know who? You know who I like to like. You know he's got a pretty good track record of the receivers doing the film work and looking at some of his 
um, you know, separation and win route. It's got a type. Yeah, but it's not a bad type. I, you know, I, I put some weight into that and I, you know, I did the work on Jaden Reed myself and I was like, you know what? I really like this kid. I think you can use him on the outside or the inside. He's versatile, which Dobbs, I mean, you really can't drop him in the slot. Watson, you can move him around a little bit, but the target opportunities there in year one. So why not in the late second round? It just seems like a slam dunk. Memphis, what do you think about Jaden Reed? Uh, I like Jaden Reed. I, I want Jordan Love to be a thing. Tyler knows Same. I want Jordan Love to be a thing. Me I'm too. just concerned that that Jordan Love's not going to be a thing. Um, He'll be but a thing we'll, at least we'll, for two we'll years. If, if, if he does, if he, if he is a thing, I think Jaden Reed becomes the number two option in that offense with the upside of becoming the number one. I don't think yep. Christian Watson is necessarily locked in as this bona fide wide receiver one but the guy that I, I have a lot of shares of that that you haven't mentioned from the nfc north was Dwayne mcbride oh, minnesota viking great, great pickup uh, i mean so I, I was listening to a podcast it's called three and out with a guy named john middlecoff former nfl scout and he was talking about the reason why he got drafted by minnesota is they had a very high grade on him they really liked this kid but the reason why he fell so late in the nfl draft was he had a bit of that knucklehead factor to him. A little and, and, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, it was more about the immaturity. But, like, this guy had, like, a 1,400-yard rushing season and a 1,700-yard rushing season at UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. This kid, you take that Birmingham out of there, if you put Dwayne Bride on Alabama, Alabama, who knows? I just know that Minnesota likes him. Word on the street is on June 1st they're going to cut Dalvin Cook. And everything I've heard from non-fantasy people, because you don't always want to fall for that fantasy echo chamber, oh, is yeah. this this guy is a ball player, and it would not be shocking by like around that Thanksgiving time that if he doesn't take over the the lead back role in this offense, doesn't have a great pass catching profile. Nope. But did they ever ask him to catch passes? This is the same question we asked last year about Kenneth Walker. Or AJ Dillon to. before that. Or, or AJ. By the way, AJ Dillon is another guy. I'm, bu- I'm buying. AJ Dillon is probably my favorite Packer to buy right now. He was a post hype sleeper, so he was supposed to have broke out last year. Did not, and you, you're kind of getting that discount, and you're getting the Packers' offense is down going to be discount. I think they're going to lean fairly heavily on the run game, and AJ Dillon could bounce. A little side note. A little side note for you. Yeah. I like that. And AJ Dillon, oh, guess what? He can catch passes. He caught more passes last year than he did in his collegiate career. AJ so, Dillon. Take that, haters. Jonathan Great Taylor quads. can't catch passes either. I remember all these guys. Every year there's one. Oh, you can't catch passes. Well, he I have a question six. for you because I, I kind of went out of order. I didn't tell you my second most rostered guy, rookie. That's Kendra Miller. Where are you guys at with Kendra Miller? <laughs> wow, funny you should say that, actually. We have a review we should read to you because we... Oh, oh, I saw that, yeah. We did Go ahead, track. yeah, share it. This is, this is, this is podcast gold. Yeah, I'm going to cut in real quick. So I, I love how the reviewer, he said what he said, and that's fine. I, I respect that. Um, when I made the pick, I said, okay, I'll go with the bit, and I won't take Kendra Miller. So, like, I, re- I I acknowledge that at that point it was kind of a bit that that we were doing, and we didn't take Kendra Miller, and it was funny, but the guy took it as, like, a, we were being serious. Yeah. I mean, he's – I think he's a raw runner. To me, he's a raw running back. He seems like he can learn. It, it, Alexander Madison comes to mind because when I watch this Boise State tape, Alexander Madison, all the talent. But, man, he missed holes. His vision, he was almost too quick for his own good. That's Ken, that's Kendra Miller to me, and if the Saints can get you know a better coach slash O slash OC in there, I think it'll be just fine. But I don't think this offense is going to be any good. I mean, I, I honestly I think for me they're going to run Alvin Kamara into the ground still, and I mean Kendra Miller, yeah he's he's got the youth, he's young, but if he starts learning to be a little more patient, kind of like Le'Veon Bell, his first year, how he's a different player. Maybe we see that, and Kendra's a big steal. I wouldn't be shocked either because, like I said, all the talent in the world, but, man, he just seemed a little raw to me. Uh, Alexander Madison learned a bunch of skills from Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook kind of taught him what he needed to learn, and I'm hoping that... Madison's in year, what, four? Yeah, and Madison is also super young. He's 23, 24 years old. So yeah. same with Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller is young, so he's got some some time to grow. So Memphis, you like him because he's, he's your second most rostered guy. 
Yes, sir. I mean, here's the thing. So I don't believe any of us know as much as all of us. And from literally the first week of February through the draft, we've I've been blessed to have a lot of guests come on the show with me. Whether it's Garrett Price, who's in the league with us, the, the UDPL, whether it's Bruce Matson from DLF, uh, Casey Myers from the, the FF Dynasty, also in that league with us. All those guys, I, I never had any guests come on the Dynasty Warzone during the pre-NFL season discussing running backs with me. I could not find one person who had a negative thing to say about Kendra Miller. I mean, we've all got opportunities here or there, but, you know, Bruce and, and Garrett and Casey and all these guys, you know, I've got to listen. It's like, wait a minute, no one's saying anything bad. He got drafted Except behind Tyler a- Gunther. Well, I don't. I don't even think Tyler's. According yeah, to this reviewer, according to Tyler, I hate this, him. Yeah, yeah, you hate him. That I don't think that's true either. I think Tyler is just doing his due diligence and bringing up something that's a potential opportunity. It's. it's it doesn't mean Tyler hates him. It just means that nobody's a surefire prospect. Mm-hmm. Even Bijan, who we all love, there's a risk. It may be a small risk. It may be like point zero zero one percent. We've seen running backs go in the top ten and not be the, the, great. I always say that, that that there's a less than zero chance or a greater than zero chance that there, there's risk. So there's some risk with Kendra Miller. I just look at the depth chart. I don't think Jamal Williams is going to get 17 touchdowns again this year and have more touchdowns in a season than Barry Sanders. Catch some new Pokemon down there, though. Uh, yeah, uh, Alvin Alvin <laughs> Kamara is likely getting a 10-game suspension. I have to assume it's 10 games. You know, I, I don't know when that suspension will be meted out. Normally, it's, it's usually sometime around training camp. So if that's the case and you're going into going into the, the, the season, it could be Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller for 10 games. And I just say that because of the, the violence committed by Alvin Kamara was caught on videotape. It was a different kind of violence with Kareem Hunt caught on videotape. Hunt got 10 games. I think Kamara is probably going to get in that same neighborhood, and that puts him on the field right away. My only thing is, is I would love to know like his athletic measurables because he had an MCL surgery right after the national championship game. And we've yet to see those those true like forty time and, and burst score and, and those things. But I think the the ability to get on the field and I don't know if you guys knew this. I don't know how I don't know how their finances are that bad. The Saints are already ninety million dollars over the twenty four cap. Mm-hmm. I have there's teams with like hundred and eighty million in cap room. Yes, they figure it over, out every year though. They, yeah. they, to their credit, they do. But eventually, you know, where can you cut costs? And I think one of the costs that will be cut will Taysom Hill, <laughs> Alvin Michael Kamara, Thomas. and and I, I just Alvin think Kamara where he's a going. Hard cut though, that's the issue. Is he's a very hard Thomas cut will be after easy. next year. Yeah, I think I, 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 there, there's moves to be made. I just think there's like opportunity. Just, Derek just Carr. A, a lot of a lot. Just <laughs> Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I mean. We make fun of Derek Carr. Start Jameis. What are they thinking? Well, they they, they want to keep the interceptions down. But I I, I like Derek Carr in that if you want your running backs catching check down passes, you want a Derek Carr. Derek Carr is going to be great for check down work. Do you, though? Derek Carr didn't really check it down that much to Josh Jacobs. I would have to look. I I don't think Carr's a big check down guy. He loves tight ends. He does. Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson, baby. Get you some. That's yeah, right. love loves tight ends and loves slot receivers. Sorry, Chris you know, Olave. <laughs> you know what else you should get? For Josh your, for Jacobs, your... by the way, 53, 54 uh, receptions the last two years. 53, 54. How much of those were Stidham in those games? No, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But speaking Stay. of slot receivers and tight ends, make sure you check out manscaped.com. They've got amazing products. <laughs> That's right. I, I went there. Tyler's laughing already. I Memphis perked up. Life is good. Uh, check out manscaped.com. Lawnmower 4.0. You're going to get a nose trimmer, ear trimmer. You know, if you're old like Memphis and I, you're going to need those kind of things. You get those. They're kind of poking out a little bit. You may, they may bother you. They're going to get taken care of. And if you want to have the best presentation, you've got a wash. You've got a cleanser. You've got some deodorant. You're going to smell good. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. And that's important. So make sure you go on manscaped.com and use code D for 20% off today. All right, let's get into the, the best of the rest. I want you to give me give me some obscure names that you've got some roster ship of. One. 
but for, for me, I just, I've got three in my super flex leagues, and it's Dorian Thompson Robinson. I've got him in one. I got him in, yeah. Back up to uh, Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. You know, he's speaking of like ball wash, you know, he's into some ball weird stuff. Weird stuff. They're and, young and, kids. Let them do their thing. Hey, well. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that there's more than injury risk with a Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So I like the Charlie Toon. Oh, I the thought you were talking the, about <laughs> No, no, no. Those for are a couple everybody, guys that are listening. Does Charlie Toon start games for Arizona this year? Man, yes. I, I think I think if you're Arizona and you're like low key quiet quitting, why wouldn't you? Why would you rush Kyler back? Why I like wouldn't Toon. you? I, I do too. I think if you know, he's the kind of guy that Toon's you know, in. To just tune in and, and, and squad. If, if he has Toon a couple squad. of decent games you know c- can they flip him for something next off season i don't know just i like it i play can a they lot flip of super Kyler in the off season that's the question you yeah, know this is the real. this is the brock purdy court corollary you're looking to get these guys super cheap if they become anything if they and start the nfl told you with all the quarterbacks that were drafted, they're looking for their Brock Purdy this year. Absolutely, oh all these te- all these teams do not Sean want to pay. Clifford got drafted. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so, so yeah, th- those are a couple of the, the the obscure guys outside. I already mentioned McBride. I'll tell you a guy I don't have enough of. How about that? Sure, Tyon Evans. I got I got a onesie of Tyon Evans. I don't. Have, I have one as well, but I wish I had more because you got Cam Akers and his bad Achilles. His bad hey, Achilles tendon. He's smirching Florida hey, State players. I I hey, like uh, Cam Akers. This is a make or break year, but he's been broken. He's been he's been breaking Boom. more than he's been making. And uh, Tyon Evans is a big man. You know, he's that bruising back. He could be the. I mean, really, what's between Tyon Evans and, and relevant? You know, snaps Zach this Evans. year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach Evans and Ky, Ky, a guy I really Kyron wanted to Williams. be. Good. I really wanted him to be good. He's not good. Ronnie Rivers, not, maybe? Hey, hey, it's the Notre Dame running back curse. Trust uh, me. I know. I've fallen for it way too many times. Uh, so, so for Jones me, you know, it's kind of like the poker analogy, a chip in a chair. That kind of feels like Tyon Evans. If you're going to gamble, gamble on quarterbacks and, and running backs because if both hit, they're both going to be – we talked about it earlier with Keyshawn Butte. I mean, he's got the Debbie thing, but I want to be able to flip these guys. I don't want to hang on to them. Stetson Bennett. I mean, Matthew Stafford. I think – I would not be shocked if this is his last year in the league. I would not be shocked if he retired. You got the money, you know. You he's had health issues. You got half. You got the. You, you got. You got. You, yeah, walk away while you're. The team you know, is not you can good. still walk away, right? I think. I think Matthew Stafford could be good on TV. You see these deals, Matt Ryan. You know, guys like that are getting. It's like, what's quality of life worth? You know, you can you can 100%. walk away, and and and, and he's not. Again, he's got the money. He's got Another the ring. Detroit Lion retiring early. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's going to play through a broken back again. No. He's going to be like, no, nah, no. Nah. And then you might see Stetson Bennett, and there's that's what I'm looking for. I I want to flip these these thirds, fourth, fifths when they hit. So I'm always going to kind of error toward running back and and wide receiver, or excuse me, uh, running back and quarterback. So for me, Elijah Higgins, the Miami, Miami wide converted receiver, wide converted receiver. to a. Yeah, that, that was not very well publicized that they were converting him because it's it's really Durham Smythe, and That's then it. and then Higgins. It's Durham yeah. Smythe because they then, traded uh, Hunter Long. Hunter Long went to L.A. Yaseki went to the Patriots in, in yep. free agency. It's Durham Smythe and Higgins. I think that's a great one to be honest with you. I have a lot of Evan Hall. I, I really like picking him up late. Uh, Ab- or is it Abic- or is it UDFA in the league that Memphis was sleeping? Yes, in? Israel Abakanda. Abanakanda, I like him don't want just none. because Brees Hall. I get he's injury prone, but hey, let let's be honest. Like there, look who's OC. Look what he did in Green Bay. He loves two running backs. This this league is Brees is going to get his. Don't worry about that. I'm not worried about. I think Brees is an elite player, but Izzy has that breakaway speed to where he could be a Tony Pollard light in this offense if possible. Um, Puka Nuka, uh, Nakua. I really like because uh, yeah, that's he, a really good one as well. He's a guy that uh, I really liked as a Debbie person when he went to Washington and then he transferred to BYU. But when he was at Washington, I snagged him up in uh, campus Canton League, and uh, he's a very high recruit. So um, like opportunities him. there too. Yep, and then let me see, Jalen Hyatt. 
is another player where I was not a fan of, did not like the tape, but guess what? He fell. He (laughs) fell so far in rookie drafts. Almost a fringe late first rounder. He was, you know, stat out to be before rookie the NFL draft happened, then all of a sudden he's a third round pick. Boom. Now he's a third round rookie pick. Well, I'm looking in our UP uh UDPL, he went three oh four between Cedric Tillman and Keishawn Butte. That's me. a steal. I mean, look at the look. <laughs> Izzy look, with the Butte in three oh five. Look, look, look at the look at the future postmen, dog walkers, dock workers that are on the the Giants wide receiver room. I mean, the the the, the again, I'm I'm always looking past the least resistance, and Jalen Carter. I mean, would it be surprising if we look back a year from now and he's literally the best wide receiver on that team, even better than Rondale Moore? I mean, Darren Waller, I'm throwing Darren Waller out because he's a tight end. I'm talking about just it's true one dollar Robinson, Memphis. <laughs> James one would be pissed. Rondale uh, Moore's on Arizona. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, uh, Wandale, Rondale, Moore... And, the short, the the short same receiver. Size, though. It, it, it's like uh, like that scene from Office Space. I'm not going to work here anymore. <laughs> not going not gonna to work here anymore. Uh, one, th- one player I do want to ask you guys... What is one player you wish you had a share of? And that is Anthony Richardson. So I don't have a share of him. Zippo. Possible. I have a lot of money in that bar tab league. I have True. a ton of cash that I can go out and get him. And you know what? I had Anthony Richardson. I had 102. It's a fantasy footballers OG writers league. It was a bunch of the writers that start out with the fantasy footballers. It's a 10-team league. I had 102. Drafted him. Didn't really need him, but I drafted him. Because my quarterbacks are good. I had somebody come up to me and offer me Stroud plus plus for Richardson. And I thought to myself, okay. Like, Richardson's my third quarterback. I have upside at quarterback already. I can do this. And I did. Like, I was very happy about it. I got a ton back, you guys. Like, I, I, I don't remember the trade, but I know for sure. I got my values worth in coming back. And I got Stroud, who I that was my first share of and only share. I, I think he's safe. He's fine. But uh, he's he's a perfect quarterback three for this team. So uh, I wish I did have a, have a little more Anthony Richardson. But I sadly do not have any shares as we speak. Yeah, you skipped right over me. Thanks. I was going to give you my like uh, guys that I had some you know small shares of small names. But that's cool. I don't have to share if you don't want to. Do it. It's fine. Do it. All right, we were talking about quarterbacks earlier with Stetson Bennett and uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Mine is Aiden O'Connell. You want to talk about a depth chart with a class quarterback at Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Aiden (laughs) O'Connell, good size, good tape. Uh, Could he start games this year? And and Jarek Stidham's gone. Yeah, he's in Denver. So they, they don't have really anything at the quarterback position outside of Jimmy Garoppolo. So why not Aiden O'Connell starting some games as a rookie? Maybe he's this year's Brock Purdy. Who knows? Oh, my God. Um, I know. We're all <laughs> looking for him. Uh, I've got uh, Jaron Hall. I've got from uh, Minnesota. I've got to share him. I, another tight end that I liked a lot and land in a spot that a lot of people don't think is great because they have my boy Chigazim Onkwonkwo there is Josh Wiley. Won't the wicked Wiley? That's a old school hip hop reference. If you know that, then you're all real old references again. Uh, I'm old, <laughs> uh, but I like Josh Wiley a lot. Uh, you know, out of Cincinnati, athletic tight end. I'm always chasing. The Does he play basketball? That's the real question. I don't question. think he played basketball. But, oh uh, man! But yeah, I, you know, I think they run a lot of two tight ends in Tennessee because they don't have any freaking wide receivers. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, Go get Kyle Phillips. Yeah, Wilson I have Kyle Phillips. Phillips in a bunch of bunch of leagues. Wilson, Wilson, Kyle Phillips. And if you have him, you better hold on. Hold on for one more day. One more day. Uh, and then I've got Malik Cunningham on a deep roster. He's uh, he's on the Patriots. Um, <laughs> interesting signing. Could have. Yeah, some they gave him there. a lot of money, didn't they? They did give him a lot of money. Uh, I've got Xavier Hutchinson on one roster. I wish I had him a little bit more. Actually, uh, I liked him quite a bit. And the guy that I don't have any of, it's a lot of these early players. Because, like I said, in a lot of leagues, um, I'm winning now. And honestly, in this class, I traded a lot of my picks um, in this class for established or t- players. Or you traded up. You get, you or get I traded up yep. to go get your guy. Or I went and got my guy. Because I, in this class, I was like, you know what? I love Laporta. I'm just going to go and get my guy. And I don't care. And that's kind of how I approached it is like, oh, I have, 
you know, a late second and this, like, all right, I'm just going to move up and get my guy and give up my third round pick. Cause what am I really missing out on with a late third? Probably not a lot. So for me, it was more important to get those guys that were my guys. So that's how I use my draft capital this year. I didn't make most of my picks. I ended up trading, um, you know, a lot of third and fourth rounders to move up and shuffle the board and uh, walk away with, uh, you know, a handful of players that I really wanted. That was more important to me than quantity. It was all about quality. So I used my, um, use my picks as uh, you know, like, like Memphis said, chip, chips in a chair, right? Like just moving stuff around and, and making it happen. So that's how I approached it this year and didn't give up too much future draft capital to move around, which is important because I think this 2024 class, I know we say it every year, but every it, year. it projects to be a little bit deeper. I don't know if it's going to be any better. I know it's going to be top heavy as well, but I think the overall depth um, in that class is going to be better than this one. I think we all get excited, you know, when the players reach their landing spots and then it's kind of like we have the draft and we're like, Ooh, I'm kind of deciding between guys that I'm like, Oh, I don't carry the way. And that's no fun. Uh, Memphis. Who's a guy that you wish you had more of? Oh uh, man, I got Tajay Spear. I got Devon H. I mean, I, I have a little bit of everybody. I have none of either of those guys. Uh, I, I have, mean, I have one. I have two. I mean, when, of I mean like, I, one I, but, of Spears. But I think I'm in as many leagues as you guys combined. So it's, I'm, I'm kind that's of, true. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, a little ahead of, of the curve, but I tell you a guy I have none of, and I have zero Raggerts, and that's Quentin Johnston. I have, have one. I have zero point zero. I took one just in case I was wrong. I took zero <laughs> just in case I don't care. Um, I, I when I'm, I'm that, not a fan. Mo- most of our leagues that we play in are tight end premium, and at that one hundred eight, because the because to me in Superflex tight end premium. The the one oh the one oh one through one oh seven is pretty much baked, right? At this point, it's it's Bijan, it's Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, Stroud, and Jigba, um, Gibbs, Excellent. and Jordan Addison. There's your seven, right? At eight, especially in tight end premium, I'm I'm going Dalton Kincaid there. I'm I, I don't love first round rookie tight ends, but I I, I have getting, a type. He's I have a type, and I'm, fall, I'm falling for a type. So for me, once you get to the 108, I'll be honest, once you get to 108 to 208, that's a tier. Where in previous years, it's like 108 to 112 is a tier. This year, 108 to 208 in Superflex tight end premium is a is a tier pick your guy. But my guy will not be Quentin Johnson. Just not a fan. Uh, I, heard, I heard him recently called slow Brashad Perriman, and I cannot get it out of my mind. Not great, Bob. Not great at all. Yeah, Kincaid is getting Kyle Pitts level hype right now. So if you did take him at 108, you definitely have already a large ROI for a player that hasn't even touched the field. Yeah. You gotta love it. God bless America. Yeah, and speaking of ROI, you know what you should go and do? You should check out the Dynasty Nerds and become a member of the Nerd Herd. There's tons of awesome things when you go on there. On DynastyNerds.com, first of all, you use code DHH. You can save 15% off of any subscription. But they've got trade tools. There's an extra Nerd Herd episode every week. Prospect Film Room. So if you want to go back, look at your draft picks. And then for future classes, you have that access. Prospect Scores and the Dynasty GM. Absolutely awesome stuff over there with Rich and the team. Uh, and and most importantly, it's the change of seasons, guys. If you need a, a new hat, you need a t-shirt, check out Verdian Global. Type in Dynasty Happy Hour. We've got all different wares that you can grab for the new summer season. Maybe you want to rock one at a Scott Fishbowl if you're going to a live draft or if you're going to the Fantasy Football Expo. All sorts of reasons. Or if you just want to look cool. I mean, let's be honest. Dynasty Happy Hour, beautiful colors, beautiful design. Uh, so before <laughs> – Tyler gets me. Before we take off, any any last words, gentlemen, before we wrap this thing up? No. Uh, thanks, Memphis, for coming on. And take the floor. No, I I, I say I appreciate you guys having me on, guys. Like I said, the, the, there is no reaches. Get, this is more so Reach than around. any other. The, the more than any other draft, there's this is the get your guy. You know, the, the I think every round after you get past because like I would rather trade out. Now there is a league that I'm in. I'm it's actually my second to last draft. It's tight end premium must start two, not like one and then a, you have to start two. And we're up to the 107, and I'm very curious to see when the tight ends are going to start coming off the board Should and how that around that. I, I, I'm ex, I'm expecting Kincaid, Kincaid over, to go uh, num, number eight, but I just want to say this, you know, um, if you're listening to the Dynasty Happy Hour, the Dynasty War Zone, whatever that is, you love fantasy football, but I love Tyler and Doug. 
and I just want to, you know, give them a shout out for having me on. But guys, the freest way. Now, yes, you can order a trophy smack trophy. Yes, you can get your balls cleaned up with some manscape. Yes, oh, you yeah. can become yeah, you can become a nerd herd member. That's all great. But it is 175% free to subscribe. It is 100% free to leave a review and and not be a dick. And it's 100% free to uh to to support these guys with comments and stuff because these guys are doing great stuff. So um, that's search, search Dynasty Warzone. If you're listening to this show, you can find us. And uh, that's it. I really appreciate you guys having me come on. I couldn't say yes fast enough. As long as Tyler was willing to change the time, you know, fill out my uh, like my pre-show writer. I got to have all green M&Ms, sparkling yeah, water. True. Yeah, baby. No, no pample moose. Get that pample moose out of here. But no, I, I, I couldn't say yes fast enough. Um, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen your smiling faces enough this offseason. I Right. Uh, also, the best part about Dynasty Warzone is your Make a Wish Foundation guest host. <laughs> oh, J- oh, Jerry! Jerry, J- Jerry is a uh, Jerry is great, dude. Jerry is great. He is a uh, a, a very savvy, savvy Dynasty gamer. But man, check him out. Tell him that we told you to go bust his chops. He is uh, he, at Jerry. He lives in the Satan butts, Satan's butthole of. So, so, so he he lives. He, well, he used to live in Detroit. Oh, well, just a, oh. He, now he lives in Ames, Iowa. He's just south Ames, of Iowa. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, it, it's funny. Uh, I'm actually going to get to see Jerry in person again this summer. Uh, my son's playing at a, a baseball tournament at the Field of Dreams there oh, in, nice. in, in in Iowa, and it's about an hour or so from where Jerry lives. So we're going to meet up and uh, have dinner one night with. Uh, with Jerry, but yeah, hey, hey, corn we, probably more corn, likely. corn, <laughs> just it, everything's corn, corn, Mush um, corn, corn cooked in corn syrup. <laughs> you know, it's uh with a with corn with corn whiskey. That sounds like a the dinner yeah. of champions. That's an Iowa dinner right there. I've been to Iowa once. Yeah, it was Iowa. You did did you miss it? No, no. I stayed overnight in Iowa one night on my way to Nebraska. It was uh, Motel Six, probably. It was a no, lot I'm of kidding. flat land and a lot of wind turbines. If I remember oh, correctly. Oh yes, they uh, left yes. the light on for him. They left yeah, the they light did. on for Doug. Yeah. So that is going to wrap us up this week, Memphis. Thank you for the kind words. Thanks for joining us. Check out Memphis everywhere you can. And again, follow him at DWZ Memphis. That is going to wrap us up for the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm Doug. That's Tyler. That was Memphis. We'll see you next week. 